Welcome everyone to another episode of the Study Abroadcast. Chris Carlton here with Lorenzo Carazin. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Carazin. All right. And uh, so Lorenzo is with us. He's in Sydney, Australia right now. And he actually goes to Arizona State and he's from Italy. So this has got international education written all over it. Uh, Lorenzo, thank you very much for being here, and welcome to the show. Thank you, no problem. So, Lorenzo, tell us a little bit about your experience. We were talking before the interview about your major and how they wanted you to have international credits, but you're already getting international credits. So, you're from Italy. When did you get? When did you come over to the United States? Um, I came to the United States when I was sixteen. Um, I finished high school uh, in a suburb of Los Angeles, and um, then uh, I got a diploma in the United States, so I just decided to stay for college, went to ASU. Um, my major is uh, international business, and so to actually complete it, I need to do six credits abroad. That's what I'm doing this semester. And so does your family live in the United States, too, or are they back in Italy? Oh, no, they don't. They don't. They don't. So, yeah. Okay, so so now your what you said your major is international business. Yes. And and part of the requirements were to take five credits abroad. Uh, six credits abroad. Yeah. Six credits abroad. Okay. So what made you pick Australia? And just tell tell me a little bit about the experience of studying abroad, and why did you pick Australia? Why did you pick this semester? Uh, as opposed to summer or spring, and uh, maybe a little bit about who you're going with, your program, and that kind of stuff. Okay, so um, I chose Australia. This this might be a funny reason, but um, I chose Australia because it was literally the last continent that I wanted to visit because I'm, I'm not planning on going to Antarctica. So I literally have been on any other place on Earth but o Oceania, and so I decided, you know, Let's, let's just see what Australia is like. Um, also, it's a pretty, um, like, well, it's a pretty developed place. You know, it's kind of like the United States. So, like, a, a country where you can live well and, you know, do do things for yourself. Um, yeah. I decided this semester because um, the next semester I graduate and they usually take some time to uh, transfer the credits. So I just want to make sure, you know, everything is fine. And, um, yeah, this was the right time to do it. And and what kind of program are you in? Did you go with – did you do a oh. third-party program or is it an exchange program with Arizona State? Or what are you doing there? It's a, it's a third-party program. So basically, for me, uh, doing these credits abroad, it was really important to not just go to school but to actually, like, intern and, uh, you know, get, get some professional context get, you know, um, you know, improve my skills for, you know, I'm about to graduate. So I want to, you know, I want to make sure that what I'm doing is in line. We're not just like studying over the books, but actually like practicing what I, what I want to do in my career. So, um, the program I'm with is called Kappa and, uh, they place you in an internship as well as classes. So right now I'm interning in Sydney and going to school. What's your internship? What are you doing? Uh, so I'm a uh, I'm a marketing freelancer. So I just get I just meet with my my supervisor once a week or once every two weeks, 
she gives me projects. Uh, I write press releases. I do content marketing. Um, I, I mean, I, I just I just started a few weeks ago, so I created like a marketing plan, and now I'm trying to implement on it. Uh, the company, well, the company, the startup or the project is, they they found a new um, a new type of nut in the Brazilian forest. And um, they wanna they wanna commercialize it like an almond or a cashew or a peanut, and uh, so they're bringing it to Australia for the first time. So it's already in the United States, and the UK and Canada, but now we're trying to make a, a, um, a entry in the market in Australia. What's the nut? So and what's the nut? And how long ago did they find this? I've always. I've always wondered about this stuff. Like, do they invent new foods or <clears throat> new drinks or find new? Are they still finding new flowers? And so they actually are. So how long ago did they find this nut? And what's it called? So it's called Baru, B A R U. Um, pretty easy to look it up. But um, basically, they they always had it in uh in like the the highlands in Brazil and uh Bolivia, basically in South America, and um local people were using it you know like uh, tribal people and native people yeah. but um you know net, nobody nobody from like america or the uk or europe ever tried it but uh, some years ago you know as more people travel and go to these places they they found it and they decided that you know it had great potential to go and be commercialized somewhere in you know in the north basically but um yeah, I think I think in California you can find a lot of these places that the sell this nut called uh, Baru, B A R U. It's pretty cool. Uh, what's the name of the company called that's trying to do it in Australia? Uh, it's called the Baru Project. Okay. It's All actually right. like it's literally starting. Uh, like it, it started as, as soon as I came in, so it it's not. It's it's very um, beginning stage. Early stages. Yeah, early stage, yeah. Yeah. And so do you like it so far? Is it paid? Are they paying you or is it unpaid or what, what are you? Uh, I'm, basically, I'm basically doing it for credits. Okay. Um, so you're getting college did... credit for doing this? Yes. Oh, yes. nice. I'm getting, those, I'm getting those credits that I actually are uh, required to do abroad. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, so I... what were you going to say? Oh, nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. No worry. No, okay, so what I was going to say is before you left and you're doing this Kappa program and I know you're a Kappa blogger and I'll put that link in um, in your profile, but did you did you apply for any other scholarships or grants well, uh, before you left? No, I, I didn't actually. Um, a lot of times to apply to scholarships and grants, you have to be a U.S. citizen and so not, not all of them I can apply to. I just uh, decided, you know, I had some money saved up from uh, working, working uh, during the school year, so you know I was able to apply, get by. Yeah. Well, it's actually, just... the, the Kappa program that I'm in. Well, I mean, once you pay, you know, once you pay the the program tuition, which is a similar number to the ASU tuition out of state, they give you uh, housing and uh, and free transportation. So it, it's actually like a decent deal. Oh, you mean the flight is included? Oh, not the flight, but the like every transportation in Sydney, you gotta take, you know, the train. You have to take the bus or oh, so they whatever. Pay, yeah, so all that's included. Yeah, that's all. 
and and uh, housing, which is the most expensive thing a year. Yeah, and um, so since you've been just, just since you've been there, can you, uh, you, did you get there in September? Uh, August, end of August. You got there at the end of August. So have you taken any trips yet? Tell me about your classmates. What's your what's your experience been like so far? Oh, it's been great. I mean, um, Australia is really is really like a like a fresh place vibe. I don't know if, if you know what I mean, but uh, it, it's just so new and so modern. Everything everything seems to be just in construction. You know, like it's it's not being it's not being all developed yet, but at the same time, it's very modern. Um, I've been I've been to a few places around here, and uh, I mean I think Australia is pretty famous for this. But the nature is just you know it's very astonishing. You will find some of the most uh, gorgeous like seaside places in the world, um, surfers paradise. Um, you'll find cliffs that are as you know as beautiful as the ones you can find in Ireland, which are the famous ones, or maybe on the California coast. Um, yeah, this. I mean, it's been great up to now. Um, it's very diverse. Um, there is a lot of immigrants. Uh, it's a very growing place. So yeah, I mean, that's that's my impression so far. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know Australia was that diverse. It's very diverse. I I I, I was I was very surprised. It might be because I'm in Sydney, which is you know the capital, the biggest city. Yeah. But it's um, it, it's got a lot of immigration. It as I said, it's a very fresh place. So it's kind of like America back, you know, 100 years ago, maybe where, you know, you will get a lot of immigrants from anywhere in the world. And this is Australia right now is very growing, very uh, dynamic. Yeah, I, I may have to double check uh, the facts and I'll write it in the show notes if I'm wrong. But I think Australia just or er, yeah, Australia just beat the UK as the number one study abroad destination uh, after America, I think. That's cool. Yeah. Makes sense why. I mean, the the, the weather is definitely different from the UK. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and how has, I know you, I know you got to the United States when you were 16, so you came in high school, but you're more well-versed in international education than anyone. Uh, what, how has living outside of Italy in the United States, not only in the United States, but how has living in Australia then changed your view of the world? Um, I've, I've actually, I've lived in a lot of places. So I'm, I'm very, um, I'm, I have a, a very flexible attitude regarding like my views of how things go down. I usually go to a new place without really any expectation. I don't really like sit there and think about how it's going to be. I just, I honestly, I, I just try to keep my life very busy. So, and not just busy to be busy. I just try to do a lot of things. So when it's the time to make the move, I I just go with the flow. And you know, as you as you go to a new place, you find the everything about it. You find the the pros and the cons. You find what's good to do there. Was was not good to do. Was what are the advantages and disadvantages? Yeah, I, I'm really um. I just I just try to adapt on the spot. Uh, what I, what I was um what did, wait what did you just say i say what a um you, you asked me what australia has taught me so far right what uh 
I would change my view of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I would say um, it's probably you can be. It just made me realize you can be in a um, like beautiful, growing city where you know you can work in a multinational company and at the same time have nature all around you. It's very. Um, I feel like it's ranked in the top ten of uh, quality the cities for the quality of living in the world. And I mean, it makes sense once you're here, you realize it. Yeah, I've always wanted to visit Sydney. Yeah. What, uh, what, so out of all the places you've been, you said you've been to every continent except Australia and your, and Antarctica. Yeah. What, what's been your favorite place to live so far? Um, you know, there's not, there's not just one place because it's very hard to like balance out all the pros and cons. Every place has something good about it and something bad about it. And, um, you know, you can talk to me about Italy and I'll tell you, you know, the food is great. I have my family there. The landscapes are beautiful. At the same time, it's very hard to find a job and make money. And uh, the school system is very outdated. Or you can talk to me about America and, you know, America is, is a place full of opportunities and it's large so you can find everything for whatever you like. But at the same time, you know, sometimes it might feel like like it's not my home or I'm not in a community I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but you, you see, every, every place is like is ins and outs, for sure. Yep. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's just a bit. It's a big place, and it's easy to get lost in it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, not not directional, but just uh, yeah. I know what you're saying. It's just like, like people say how like New York, like living in New York, it can be one of the loneliest places, even though it's one of the most populous places in the world. And right. right. Yeah. So I so I definitely see what you're saying. What um what advice would you give someone who's never lived in a country other than their own, like a student thinking about studying abroad? What would you tell that person who's on the bubble about it? I mean, definitely um like if you're willing to live abroad, living abroad is not for everybody, for sure. There's I I know a lot of people that they um you know, they don't want to change their some some of the little things in life that actually change when you move to a new country. Every country you have to adapt something. You you just gotta go with that mindset of like, you know, I just know what I want from my life and uh and I'm gonna do it wherever I go. So you're able to find it no matter the place. But I mean in some places you're not gonna get the same standard or the same services that you get maybe in America or you get in another country. So you just gotta be able to go there open minded be able to adapt and understand how, how to get what you want and uh, you'll be fine. But it's not for everybody, in my opinion. Uh, we'll put Lorenzo. And um, uh, so my favorite question to ask people is, what's been your favorite food so far in your, what are you, 21 now, 22? 21. You're 21. Yeah. What's so from traveling? I know you've lived a lot of places and you've been to a lot of places, but what's something? I guess my question is, what's something that you miss that you can't really get anymore? So, um, you're in Australia now. What do you miss from the United States? What do you miss from Italy? And what's really good in Australia that they don't have in any of those countries? Okay, so I, live, I live in Arizona, so from from America, I definitely miss you know the Mexican yep. food. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's for sure. Um, from I mean my favorite Mexican food is probably let me think about it. Oh, I like fajitas. I like chicken fajitas. 
definitely on my top 10. Um, from, from Italy, I miss just about every kind of food. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I like, I like my, my grandma's cooking. You know, grandmas in Italy, they, they really take their time to, um, to meal just the whole afternoon. So when you go to dinner, you have like a, a king's meal. And uh, yeah, I mean, in Australia, what, what's really good, I actually, um, I found a, a similarity between European cuisine and Italian cuisine in, in that they have, um, they, they like their chicken uh, to be breaded. So they, they fry with the bread and it's called uh, chicken schnitzel. I think it's a German recipe. I'm not sure. I mean, I found it also in Italy, but it's a, I, I, I like that way of eating chicken. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds German. Chicken schnitzel. So yeah, that was going to be my next question is uh, Australia. What in, in the United States, we have the Outback Steakhouse. And I don't know. It, <laughs> so chick, so just breaded chicken. Is there is there a famous Australian dish or something that they have a lot or that they're known for? Or would you say that's the chicken schnitzel? And other than that, it's pretty much the same. You said it's more European than American, though. Um, no, I mean, I think it's, I think it's both. I mean, it's, it might be a lot uh, more European because there is more European immigrants than American immigrants, but there's definitely everything. You will find tons of Asian food everywhere around here, like Vietnamese and Chinese places to eat, Thai, uh, Thai places to eat. There's a bunch of them, but for, for Australian cuisine, just Australian, I think, um, they, they have, um, they have a lot of beef over here. So, uh, you know, as you said, uh, you know about uh, Outback yeah. Steakhouse, you know, so they, they pride themselves on the steak and burgers. There's a ton of burger yeah. places. You will actually find that the, the price of burgers, the price of beef is lower compared to other goods than in other places just because they have a ton of beef that they grow in the Outback. Cattle. Yeah. No, yeah, a lot of cattle. That's what I was curious about because here in the United States, at least, and I don't know how it is in Europe, but you can go out. And you can say, well, let's get Italian, let's get Mexican, let's get Chinese, let's get Thai, let's get, uh, oh, I don't know, French. Um, you don't, you never hear, let's go for Australian food. And so, so yeah, so right, that's my question right. about it. And it's interesting to hear how yeah, it's like, I, mean, um, I didn't, yeah, I had no clue there was such a big European influence in Australia. Um and and do they drink their the drinking's kind of the same too is it mostly beer and just it's just like a bar it's just kind of comparable to Europe or the United States there's more, there's wine, more wine for sure so uh, yeah the beer the beer is actually very costly um so the yeah the they they actually grow like actually Australian wine gets exported in a lot of places um like it gets um they have wineries i think down in melbourne like in the in the south part and um yeah they they really like the wine it seems like here but yeah i mean the bars the bars are very similar to like anything you will find in a big american yeah, city uh, what was i gonna say yeah i've I've seen australian wines so I, i'm aware that they export that from australia uh do you have any um recommendations that you'd like to share with the audience so do you have a favorite book or blogs that you like to recommend or apps that you use while traveling that you know not uber or something but something that you think 
people might not know about or what do you, do you have any recommendations there um honestly i i just use um i think google maps is one of my best friends yeah. for sure <laughs> so i don't i don't really know i, I can really like like right now, top of mind, I cannot think of one. Actually, I have a, I have a website that might be useful for somebody who's who's looking to go uh, somewhere abroad and uh, and wants to see what's the cost of living like. It's called uh, Nambio. Nambio. I don't know how, to, how you pronounce it, but it's N U M B E O, and it basically lets you uh, you can just type in a city everywhere in the world as long as it's large enough. And it will tell you like the cost of living, the average rent, the average salary. Uh, it tells you a bunch of a list of goods and how much they cost in every city of the world. And you can also compare different cities. You can see what's the crime index. You can see what's the property prices index. You can see what's the standard of living. You can see how much rent costs, how much utilities cost. It's, it's really cool. Wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely yeah. put that in the show notes and link it. Thanks for sharing that. And uh, yep. every it's a. Do you have a and finally do you have a favorite quote that you'd like to share with the audience? I cannot think of one right now. Sorry, I wasn't no, ready for no, this. No, that's okay. That's com I completely understand. I, I it's kind of funny. I ask people for quotes, but then I also when I post these interviews, I quote them. So when I go back and I edit the episode and I post it, I'll have a quote from you. So maybe I'll say that's your favorite quote is your own quote, and I'll list it twice. How does that sound? For sure. <laughs> that's okay it's fine right. with me uh well perfect and do you have anything else to add lorenzo um i mean your your book your podcast being about you know for people that uh, are interested in studying abroad i just i just want to say you know just um if it if it feels like you're getting out out of your comfort zone you know just go for it and you know that's that's how that's how you make an impact in your life and uh Hopefully you get something good from it. That's it. Right. Well put. Okay. Uh, Lorenzo Karazin, everyone. Thank you very much. Please give us an honest review of the show on whatever medium you're listening, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Republic, uh, Pocket Casts. There's links on everything you can do. And there's actually some pretty cool – if you guys are like listening to iTunes, there's some pretty cool uh, ways to listen to it other than iTunes that – do some nifty uh, things with Wi-Fi and saving and sharing and applauding. So you can check those out. Also, the traditional social media mediums, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest for new posts. And then we're also on Snapchat and Instagram. And if you want to watch the episode or listen to it on YouTube, you can do that. Uh, Lorenzo, thank you very much for being here. And guys, Tune in Thank next you. time. We'll be we'll be back real soon. And yeah, we'll talk to you soon, Lorenzo. Thanks. All right. Thank you.